0: Hi everybody, welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Angela Preston. She's the author of Opening Doors. It's great to have you with us. Thank you. It's great to be here. Let's get into the book. You know, you're walking through the bookstore, you see a book entitled Opening Doors. What's it about? What's inside?
1: It's about opportunity. Uh, when I first wrote the book, I was looking for a name for it. And I believe behind every door is an opportunity for a new beginning. And Opening Doors was a perfect name for the book that I wanted to write.
0: So this is for the person who's struggling with achieving their goals? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. And we should say
0: that this is autobiographical book. This is all based on personal experience, your struggles growing up. So tell us a little bit about your background and sort of the genesis of where this all came from.
1: I grew up in a family of six girls um, in a poor background in Liverpool, UK, uh, with my mum and dad. And the, the need and the wanting to have more in your life and that yearning inside is what pushed me every single day that I woke up. I'd set myself a new goal from the age of five really to never settle for an experience, never settle for circumstances, always look to improve. So do you think that sort of this
0: this desire and this drive within you was a byproduct of your surroundings? Hypothetically, let's say if you had grown up a little better off, would you have had the same drive?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. Even though we did grow up in a poor background, my mum always instilled belief in each of us. And it was a belief in us that made us all want to achieve. All six of us have gone on to be extremely successful in our chosen careers. So I think it was a little, it would have been a bit of both. you know, the drive to come out of that surroundings and improve your life was there. But it was the belief that my mum had instilled in each of us that made me want to prosper, right?
0: Because even if you do grow up in a in a well-off sort of family, there's no guarantee that that you're going to succeed. You know, once you leave leave the house. No,
1: I think that's in you. You mm-hmm. have to have ambition and drive, and that fire inside to keep growing and right. keep moving forward.
0: And you said you still use the same methods today that you use when you were a little girl.
1: Yes, yeah, so right. you, I do exactly the
0: same thing. Right. So tell us about some of those methods. Uh, you know, what what have you done to achieve your success? And tell everybody what you do.
1: I actually have a dream board, uh, and every day I write on that dream board something new that I want to achieve, and I look at that every single day and every night before I go asleep, go to sleep, and I set myself. I set the plans out every day. I have a to-do list that I write down every night, and every day I'll start with that, the beginning of the to-do list. And I set myself strategies, you know, of what I want to achieve. That being said, Angela, do you achieve your daily goals? Not all the time, not all the time. But what I do is I just move on to the next one, you know. There's never room for failure where I'm concerned. I just feel that failure is just another lesson for us to learn from. You never fail, you just learn what not to do the next time okay that's good
0: advice uh so let's just take a step back what industry were you in where you faced challenges and you sort of had this drive
1: to succeed you were you were in the financial industry yes yes so tell what were you doing and sort of what was your 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 slot there i was an area manager for a finance company and for i It's it was a um door-to-door lending company okay and i started off at the bottom of the company as a self-employed agent and my dream was to run a certain location and it took 17 years to get to that dream in between. I did run other locations, but when I got to the final destination, shall we say, I decided to move on to what I'm doing today and become a life coach and a motivational speaker.
0: Okay, so you're working uh, in the financial services industry. Uh, You achieved your goals over the course of 17 years. Now you're a life coach. Let's step back for a moment and talk about how you climbed the ladder over 17 years. What's your secret sauce? What do you attribute
1: it to? People. I took an interest in people. I wanted to know what made them tick, what they aspired to be, and they would then come on the journey with me to help improve wherever location I was in. You could class m- me as a troubleshooter. I went into underperforming branches and turned them around and upskilled people and it, just taking an interest in what they wanted out of the role that they were currently in mm-hmm. and finding out what their strengths were. I don't ever use weaknesses. I just use the strengths and build on them. You know, whatever we can't do, we look at what we're very good at and we put that same source into what we're not so good at. Right, And that's what I always did with each individual that I worked with. Do you think that was the, the big void, that these branches you went into, that staff wasn't being shown an interest in? Is that, that, was that and the bottom? direction. And what? Direction. Direction. Okay. You need a direction. We all need a direction in life, uh-huh. and a lot of the time, these branches didn't have direction in. You know, they'd, they'd be going from one task to another, and I'd go in, and finds find out exactly what we needed to do to improve the results, as well as taking an interest in the people. So taking an interest in the people and direction was the two biggest factors for where I got my achievements right. from. It's not
0: easy when you're at, sort of at the bottom, you know, rung of the ladder, let's say a branch. Morale's really low. How do you go about boosting? So you show you show attention to individuals, right? How are are there incentives? Are there, you know, internal office competitions, uh, events? You know, specifically. It was was a little bit of both.
1: Um, In the company I was in, we did have competitions, we had promotions, but it was more about taking an interest in those people that I worked with that made the biggest difference to the results, because if I wanted them to come on the journey with me and I wanted them to work the way I worked, I needed to know how they ticked and what made them get out of bed every morning and what them made them go through the day right. with motivation. I always believe a positive and optimistic outlook is what gets you the results. Sure. And I would instill that in every individual that I came into contact with. And then we had team briefs every Wednesday. I didn't go Wednesday without a team brief because I wanted to know what worked for one might not have worked for another. Yeah. Right,
0: so it sounds like it's just showing your employees that you care. And there was a real dearth of, of that. So it can really boost
1: morale. C suite radio.
0: I want to talk about an accolade. You, you work in these uh, branches, these bank branches. You talk about how a lot of people sort of get into the rut of a, 90, a nine to five job, rather. And it's just that hamster wheel day in and day out. And, and, and when you're in that you know, situation, you just sort of stop setting goals. And there's a real danger in that
1: it's so easy for us to just go through the motions of everyday right especially when we've been doing the same thing day in day out and we're tired but for us to grow as people as individuals and to keep learning we have to set goals you know it's important for us as people not just the company we work for or for the company you know we have ourselves us as people need to do something different and something new to keep growing inside to, to fulfill that need inside you know, we all like to know that we can achieve something different every day. So to keep going through the motions is quite hard to do, to change that mindset. But it's important for all of us to right. keep going.
0: Yeah. What do you say to the person who says, Angela, I just, I just don't have that drive. I don't, I'm not ambitious like you are. I'm happy, you know, at the norm, at the average, even below
1: average. Maybe everybody's not driven to succeed like you. If you're happy doing what you're actually doing, that's fine. You know, not everyone has that drive or ambition inside. But if you're the best version of you, I would say carry on doing what you're doing, you know?
0: Okay, right. It's an, And if that's the case, then you're not interested in improving and probably wouldn't read this book <laughs>
1: anyway. No, no. <laughs> but, you know, if you want to grow, the book is perfect for anyone right. who needs motivation, who needs encouragement. That's what the book's for. Right, opening the next
0: door, so to speak. Um, I do enjoy in the book how you discuss... People who are achievers and do achieve their goals and are ambitious, it's not enough to just achieve the goal and pat yourself on the back. Wow, I did it. You have to talk about how you're going to improve upon, make improvements based upon that achievement. You always need to improve regardless of success in achieving the goal.
1: Tell us how you do that. I look at ways to improve. You know, for instance, I talk about if I tie my laces in a certain length of time. One day I have to tie them quicker the next day. And that's the same with the locations that I went into. And the same with the book. I set myself a time frame for the book to be finished within one year. I started writing the book on the tenth of july two thousand and fourteen and the book was finished in March two thousand and fifteen. Terrific. Be- simply because I do write down a time frame. I, I work the smart way, you know, of, of how to improve. Efficiency.
0: Uh... And it really is terrific because it's sort of like, yeah, I achieved it, I did it, but now what's the next step and the next goal? You can't just get complacent.
1: No, no. If you want to grow as a person, you'd have to keep setting goals. Right.
0: And I also like the fact that you know, you're you're candid and honest about the fact that you took that branch, back to the you know your your financial services background. You took the branch to the highest level it could it could go. And that was it. There was nowhere else to go, so you said, you know, it's time to start a new adventure. And that's what that's what you encourage.
1: Yeah, I knew I didn't want to go any further with the company. I wasn't happy with the direction the company was going in. So right. I decided new beginnings for me because I wanted to reach a larger audience than I already have been. I was confined to that company walls, if you like, and I no longer enjoyed working for the company. Right. So even though, like you said, you, you were an achiever, you were a
0: success, but you'd hit a wall. So it was time to move on. Uh, You mentioned the next book you're writing
1: on. So that sort of answered my question. What are your current goals? Well, I'm just, I've just finished my second book that will be uh, published in October. My third book is The Adventures of Ronnie the Rabbit. That's a book I have donated and dedicated to a charity I work with in Liverpool. Excellent. Uh, And that'll be finished in December of this year. Wonderful. Well,
0: Congratulations. It's really terrific. You're a very busy lady, so thank you for fitting us in.
1: Thank you. And
0: if you'd like to open your own doors, all you have to do is go to our website. It's c suitebookclubcom That's c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We'll see you next time.
1: Like what you just heard?
0: Visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business.